Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Four Generations of Friends podcast. In honor of Mother's Day, we have a special episode for you today. It's going to be a little different than our typical format. We're each going to interview our moms, and so you're going to kind of hear a mashup of that. So a little background on who our moms are. My mom is Denise. She's 66 years young, and she has three kids. My older brother, JP, is 37. I'm 36. She's crazy for having us back to back. And then because she's super insane, she threw in my little brother, Jimmy, who is 33. She was a physical education teacher her whole life, and she's a pretty cool lady. I'm Kimmy, and my mom is Alta, and she is 74. And I have an older brother, Jeff, who is 52. I have an older sister, Tracy, who is 50. And me, the baby, who is 21. <laughs> now I'm 45. And she did um, for this, she worked for the state of Illinois. Hi, I'm Susie, and my mom is Mary Gardner. She is 96 and a half years old. And, um, I have an older sister and a younger brother. And as I was growing up, my mom was home taking care of us and our household. And after we were gone, she started working at Purdue and she's still working there. And I'm Jen and my mom is Carrie and she has two children of her own, myself um, and my younger half sister, Amber, who's 42. She's 10 years younger than me, so I'm 52. That makes her 42. Uh, she also has two stepchildren, or had two stepchildren. My sister Angie actually died a couple of years ago, and my stepbrother Matt is turning 50 this year. My mom has worked a lot in her lifetime. She actually worked multiple jobs when I was a child to support us, which makes me very proud of her. Uh, but her primary position is in human resources, and she retired a few years ago, semi-retired, so that she could take care of my grandfather, who had a stroke at the time. Well, I think that my mom, um, for me and each of us growing up, we all had a different, I guess you could say a different kind of lifestyle because my mom and dad were married and had my brother and sister and me, but I was the youngest. So I don't really remember too much with my mom and dad being married when I was younger. But for me, my mom has kind of had to be the mother and the father. Um, so I think that it shows that she's worked really hard to provide for us. And um, I think that she has always wanted more for her children than what she ever had. So, and, and we definitely have more than what she had. So thanks mom. So my mom grew up on a farm and um, she was an only child until she was 10 when my grandparents um, had a son and then five years later they had another. So she was 10 and 15 years older than her brothers and did a lot to help raise them. Her mom was not in great health, so my mom did a lot of running the household, working on the farm, and raising her brothers. Um, when, Like I said, when we were young, she was home with us, and she's always just been incredibly energetic and ready to do whatever she can for whoever she can. So, thanks, Mom. My mom's kind of the same way. She, uh, when I was young, I was pretty much a, an only child. I mean, when you have a sibling that's 10 years younger than you, you, you spend a lot of time with just your one parent. And my, my mom was single at that time, so it was just she and I. <clears throat> and while she did... <clears throat> sorry. 
while she had to work a lot to support us, she actually was also very good about being around for things. My mom was the Girl Scout troop leader and she took me to all my activities and she was there for me all the time, even though it was very hard for her. And I don't think she really ever slept, probably. Um, but she's a very strong woman and, and I have great appreciation for her and I appreciate everything she ever did for me. So I love you, mom. So uh, I don't know, my mom's just really cool. So like growing up, like our house was kind of like the house to be at. You know, she was always home in the summer and on holidays because she was a teacher. Um, she hurdled in college and I was a hurdler. So we spent a lot of long afternoons at the track working on that. And um, she was always really supportive of everything I did. I can't remember ever having an athletic event in my life that I didn't have at least my mom or dad at. Um, I've mentioned before we didn't have a crap ton of money growing up. But I never realized it until I was older because my parents went above and beyond to just like make sure I had a really ha happy childhood. Um, and then as time has gone on, my mom has pretty much morphed into like my best friend. So we text all the time. Uh, we go get facials together all the time. Uh, we vacation together. We just, she's a really great grandma. Not a great grandma, she's still young, but she's a good grandma. <laughs> I'm still trying to talk her into getting a tattoo. Um, if you've listened to our mental health podcast, then you know that I struggle with lots of food-related issues. And so my mom, every single night, made me an entirely separate dinner from everybody else just so that I would have something to eat. And one of my memories of my mom is going to McDonald's. She loves a filet of fish and I do too, which I know sounds weird because I don't like most foods. But I always wanted a Happy Meal so because I wanted a toy. So I would always order a Happy Meal and then eat half of her filet of fish sandwich, and she always let me. I think one of the things that's always been different is that with a single parent, as Kimmy knows, mm -hmm. your mom had to be your mom and your dad. So the things that you would think of that dads typically do, and I don't know what those things are. I mean, you know, I was lucky that I had fill-in people, but um, she was always willing to teach me the things that normally a dad would teach you. Like my mom, you know, she had her own set of tools and she could do all the things, fixing the things around the house and that kind of stuff that you think of. And I know that's probably being totally sexist and I've, you know, whatever, but, um, it was great to have someone that, that showed you that stuff, even though, you know, maybe she wasn't great at it and we might've knocked down a few shelves and, and made a few mistakes and the shelves may not always have been straight, but, but, she was fantastic in trying to teach me how to do things the right way and, and uh, setting a good example for me and, and being both the mom and the dad. Yeah. Well, and I think too, though, with my mom, I mean, you know, she was, she kind of let us make our own mistakes. And, you know, she said, uh, Kimberly, she said, I wouldn't wear that to school and I wanted to wear it anyways, but she let me and <laughs> I never wore it to school again. It was red fishnet stockings and a red skirt, red and white shirt. It was hot mess with black boots. But she, you know, she always made, you know, she just, she's all, she instilled a great work ethic in, you know, in us. And so, you know, we've just worked hard for everything. And, and we laugh all the time. All the time. You'll hear that in just a few minutes. <laughs> um, and the laugh is very similar, actually. <laughs> uh, so... Um, I would just say I really admire my mom. She's gone through many, many heartbreaks and disappointments, and she just continues to bounce right back and um, keep our family together and 
be an inspiration and I just hope I have as much energy as your mom does at her age. Right, right. Yeah. Um, Although I, I, I don't want to work now, so I can't imagine I want to work at 96. <laughs> right? That's why she's still so... Right. Busy. Yes, yes. But she loves what she does, so... Right. And she, yeah, she loves to be busy. Did All I right, well, that? let's uh, hop into these interviews so you guys can hear from the women, them, the, the legends themselves. I'm going to go ahead and start with my mom, Denise. Yes. I know being my parent was amazing. So what was the most rewarding part of being a parent? Of you or just? All of us. All of us. Um, I guess the most rewarding part was watching you grow and find your own way in the world. I wasn't sure a couple of you were going to do it, but you did eventually do it. JP and Jimmy, I'm sorry mom's talking about you like that. <laughs> What do you feel like was the most rewarding part of being a parent? Having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Having grown up kids that can take care of me now that I'm older. <laughs> okay. And Hi, this is Jen and I'm here with my mom. So what was your favorite thing about motherhood? Oh, there's too many to say one favorite one. Um, that you know that your daughters will always be there and that you will always be there for them and that to get to experience every single thing with them was really exciting. Um, with your daughters. I, I didn't have boys. You know, we had our step, my stepson living with us, of course, Matt, but the... For the girls, I would say that it was um, sharing everything with you and watching you turn into uh, a beautiful person. What did you like most about being my mom? I mean, being a mom. I thought about that a long time and could not come up with a suitable answer. <laughs> so you liked nothing about it? Um, I'm still thinking about it. So go to the next question. So what was a really challenging part of being a parent? The teenage years are the most challenging part because you're trying to find your own independence. Unfortunately, you don't always make wonderful choices and then we have to be the bad guy. Because when, when you're teenagers, we're not your friend. When you're older, I feel like we are friends now. So when do you feel like that transition happened? When we became friends? Yeah. Probably when you got married. You don't think before that? It depends on I feel like when I moved back home from of IU. your life you were in. <laughs> okay. All right. What was a really challenging part of being a parent? Teaching you right from wrong. Which you did very well. So what do you think was the worst part about being a parent? Well, one thing is it's hard whenever you have to work. And this is on the on the that side of it. You have to work and you have to go away from them and let somebody else watch them and you miss a lot of the first. That's one of the first things I would say. And are you talking about like whenever they are growing up? Um, yes? Yeah. So I would say um, the teenage years, because 
they don't want to, you want to be their friend, but they want to stray away from you and go out on their own. And you're so used to taking care of them yourself and having them depend on you. And all of a sudden, you have to let them go and make their own decisions and go away from you. And it scares you. What was most challenging about being a parent? Um, I, I did think about that, and I think the time when your dad was in the legislature and I took over making the decisions, but when he came home on the weekends and then when he came home and the sessions were over, there was that switch back, and that was hard. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. I mean, I felt that way even, like, Steve would be at work all day. And then he comes in. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you kids were older. We were making decisions that he may or may not have approved. Probably you know. Not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good answer, Mom. Thank you. Okay, so I was perfect, you just said. Um, so what was the difference then between raising boys and girls? Was the teenage years... Were the teenage years worse for me or for my brothers? Or wh what do you notice? Like, who struggled when? Like, is a teenage boy easier than a teenage girl, but, like, a little boy is harder than a little girl? Or I think a teenage boy is easier than a teenage girl because you're not worried so much about things that can happen to teenage girls that you know your own self could happen and you don't want some bad things to end up happening and we had some talks about if this happens to you <laughs> yeah so when was there a time that raising boys was more challenging boys in general are just a little bit more easy and I think it's partly because of hormones there's a week or so every month that <laughs> girls are just not pleasant. Um, boys generally, they had their friends, they got along. If they had fights, I didn't know about it. And then girls, <laughs> they don't get along so well. And I think I usually did know when you had fights and, or I found out later. I think I usually told you. Know, you usually told me, you told me. Sometimes more than I wanted to know, but that's also good. I think we had a good relationship about that kind of things. So. Yeah. How do you, what do you think the difference was between raising boys and girl, or girls? So you had one boy and two girls. Do you think the girls were easier or harder than the boys? The girls were easier because the boy steals a mother's heart. That's good. Okay. We just stepped on it, didn't we? <laughs> oh, how was it raising boys versus girls? Oh, I thought about that one. And normally you think girls are more expensive because they want more stuff. Thinking about John, when he helped carry you and Nancy to college and said when he went... If he couldn't carry it in his two hands, he wasn't taking it. And that was after. But Jim was just as bad with his van. But the difference is in car insurance. 
You pay a hefty amount for every boy you insure. I don't know that there was a difference. Uh, the boys didn't have a curfew. The girls did. Um, yeah. And enforcing that was sometimes a challenge. It, it was just a town rule, and we stuck by it. Okay, but do you remember what I said the other day? The only time I didn't have to worry about my curfew is if I was out with Jim and his friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> Big mistake. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm sure that's true. And we gave the played in a band, and his we friend. gave the boys more credit for good judgment than they probably deserved. May I quote you on that? You may quote me on that. I got John on the other line. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you did not spike punch at a public affair that I'm aware of. We got my brother and his friends to be the punch boys at our prom. Because I was a, fre a junior, he was a freshman, and they spiked the punch and got suspended for a week. And my mom, like totally so my mom made him go and work at my uncle's farm for that week instead of loafing at home. We've talked about our families a lot on the show, and my sister is actually 10 years younger than me. So mm -hmm. what, what, do you think was, what do you think there's a difference in how you parented us based on, you know, you were 18 when you had me and then 28 when you had Amber? <laughs> I was more patient with her. Um, I, but I would say it was hard because you guys had so much difference between you. And I knew that you would grow closer as you got older, but I knew that you weren't going to be close at that stage because she would be on your nerves. You know, like when you were a teenager, 15 and 16, she was five and six and getting into your stuff and, you know, things like that. So I would so say. <laughs> so I would say that um, I would love to have had, you know, five kids, you know, me, I, I always enjoyed it. So I, I probably would have loved to have had you guys closer. Um, but since I didn't, I just tried to let her, like if, if you were dressing up, I'd put her dressy dress on her, you know, and let her try to do things that you would probably not usually do together. That if she was older, you'd do it together. So, like, if you'd go to a dance and get your dress on and get your makeup on, I would try to let her do get her fancy dress on and put her makeup on. <laughs> so, just tried to draw you closer. Um, that was probably my number one goal. So, I know when I had Stella, I was losing my mind being at home. So, I got a job, and you were, like, not super thrilled with me because... You were like, if you could stay home, why wouldn't you? So what was it like being a working mom? I felt like from the time I had your oldest brother till your youngest brother was maybe in high school, college, I was exhausted all the time because I, know, I don't know that I ever slept a whole night just from worry, wondering what you were doing. You know, you didn't have curfews because we trusted you to. I had a curfew for much. like a year. It was like midnight, and I was always late. Okay, well we probably because I was always care. stopped by a train. <laughs> I'd always be like, "Oh, I got stopped by a train." <laughs> school. Farron never liked to get on up and go to school, so she was tardy all the time. And so, if she was sick, I had to make her go to school because she'd miss so many days, or she was tardy. What was it like being a working mom? Stressful. <laughs> Do you want to elaborate no. on any of this? No. Okay. It was stressful. Okay. So what were your goals as a parent? Uh, to raise three uh, 
well-adjusted children that could take care of their own lives when they got to be adults. Okay. And I think they've succeeded. Me more than others. Oh, God. Um, yep. Okay. And did you have, so when you were like, okay, I'm having three kids now, and then you stopped at perfection after I was born, um, what, did you have any goals as a parent, like when you were set out, like different than what you had? Did you have, like, um, as a parent, I'm going to do this? No. Okay. Have you thought about what was most rewarding, what was the most rewarding part of being a parent? So if you could change anything about raising children, if you could go back in time, what would it be? I would be less stressed. I thought my children had to be perfect. I thought my house had to be perfect. I thought I had to be like perfect, which good Lord, I wasn't. But I would have relaxed more and not worried if there was some dishes in the kitchen or some mess some here and there. I would have tried to have had more fun. I think we did have fun. Like, I remember having fun. We went to the park every day when I wasn't working. We went to the park every day. We went swimming. We always did activities. We never, I never like told you guys to do something nice set in the house. And But one of the, I mean, you were a working mom, but as a teacher, pretty much when you were at work, we were at school. So there wasn't a whole always. lot of time that always. we missed being with you that we wouldn't have otherwise been. Side note, a few times I would get dressed, take you guys to school. I've already called off work for the day. I would go home, I would either sleep or I would just do whatever I wanted to do. But they never knew because if I told you, then I'd get a phone call that Jimmy's, Jimmy's tummy hurts or Farron's not feeling good. So they never knew I had the day off, but I kind of had a little time to myself. I feel like you're saying we were manipulative <laughs> children. What would you change if you could change something? If you had to go back in time and as a parent and starting out, what would you change? Not a thing. So if you had to change one thing when you were parenting, what would that have been? Other than, other than you would have liked to stay at home because that's not an option. But you know, that's my number one thing. Um, what would it have been if I changed one thing about being a mom? Yeah, and, and raising your kids. Gosh, that's a hard one. Um, I'm not that quick a thinker anymore. Um, I would say probably I would like to have known what I know now when I was raising them then. Raising you then, I should say. What, what, what do you mean? Like, give an example. Like, just things that you learn as you grow older, like patience and <laughs> um, I don't know, things that uh, that you, uh, well, I always tried to recall at one time I was young too. And to me, not everybody does that. And so you try to understand their mistakes that they're going to make and know that they're going to make mistakes. And but you don't want them to have to suffer from those mistakes. So you try to stop them from making those mistakes. And I guess I would try to let you experience those mistakes yourself. But it's hard to do. So we've talked about, I guess, our families. And so my daughter, my daughter, no.
if you had to do it all over again at the ripe old age of how old you are, <laughs> how would you do it differently? Or that what, how would you do it? Oh, I, yeah, that's a nonsense question. <laughs> you could go back and say that the stuff I did yesterday, I would do differently. So, you know, thinking about it, um, no, I, I don't know. We did the best we could. Um, so I, I don't think I would have done anything differently. What is the difference between being a mom and being a grandma? Well, you think you love your children with all your heart, and you do. But then there's something special about a grandchild. You love them more than you could ever possibly think you could love someone. And the best part of it is you can have them, do whatever you want with them, give them ice cream for breakfast. But then you just give them back to their parents, and they have to deal with them the rest. How do you think being a parent is different than being a grandparent? There is no comparison. What do you mean? A grandchild can do hardly any wrong. How did you feel when, like, did you feel any different way of when your baby had a baby, when Tracy had a baby? I mean... It was the most thrilling event of my life. Obviously, being a parent is one thing, but then you become a grandparent. So what was that like? What's different about being a grandparent than being a parent? Susie wants to know because she's about to become a grandparent. <laughs> um, I can't, you know, everybody says, oh, you can send them home or all that stuff. I don't think that's true. I think that you just, it's wonderful, you know, because all of a sudden it's like, it's still an extension of you. It's an extension of someone who you created has now created this life, and I think that's a really neat feeling. So, and then you just look at them, and you just have as much love for them, and you think, how, how can I love my grandchildren as much as I love my children? But you do. <laughs> and you, don't to, you don't have to deal with them getting in trouble and that kind of thing anymore, so that's kind of nice. Yeah, but, you know, it's just part of parenting, you know, you, and you expect that. So, but uh, I don't know. I think it's uh, it, it was it's fun and exciting, and, and it keeps you close with your children because you're able to do things with all of them. Uh, that's some of my most fun times. Go kayaking with the kids or go to Disney with the kids or, you know, all those things are still, you still have fun. What was you your, still, what was your... It keeps you young. <laughs> It keeps you young. How does being a grandparent compare to being a parent? Oh, there's no comparison. Of, because you don't have any of the responsibility. Mm -hmm. You just, you come and go. They're glad to see you. You go home when you're tired or they go home when they're tired. Um, it, and you're free to make comment about how they're being raised. That's and, for sure. Having adult children, how do you think it's different having adult children versus having young children? Oh, I can run around with my adult children, and if they misbehave, that's their problem, not mine. So how do you think your relationship changed with Amber and I once we got out of your house? And obviously I was out of the house well before she was, but um, you still experienced that with her. 
Well, I think at first it's very lonesome because I think you guys even mentioned that in your podcast before, you know, once the kids are gone and you've been friends with other mothers and then taking them to school again. And all of a sudden you have all this time on your hand. So you have to decide what to do with it and how to meet different people. But I think that um, you, you miss that having somebody to take care of. I think that's why a lot of people get pets because they, they mother the pet, you know, they, because their mothering is gone. And so then, uh, then the grandkids come along. So that's nice too. But I think that your relationship changes because all of a sudden your children, and you even got me a plaque that said this one time, understand why you did the things you did, you know, and they say, like, I, I think the plaque that you got me said, now I see why you did the things you did or something like that. It was, I can't remember exactly what the plaque said, but that's what it reminds me of because they, they thought you were just being mean because you were mom. <laughs> you were just doing it because you were trying to do it. So, and I think that they, all of a sudden they realized that. And then you see them do things that you did and that makes you feel really good because you think, oh, that I must have done okay. Look, they're doing the same thing. So, you mean here, you mean parenting our kids? Yes, uh-huh. and you're parenting, and so it's just just a different things. And then when they still like to come around, you know, that's a, a wonderful feeling. Uh, I think we, you, you see that I post things like that all the time. You know, that, uh, that that it's wonderful to be with your adult children, and some of the best times that you spend are with your adult children because you still like to have that close one-on-one time with them, especially when you're a single mother and have done. You know, we're real close with your children, and then all of a sudden, they're gone. And uh, so later, it just seems like that's a, a good thing to go through. When you look back at, like, us as children, I, I feel like the three of us hung out a lot. We spent a lot of time together. We played a lot of games. You were three peas in a pod. You did everything together. Is that something that you, like, orchestrated, or we just were super cool kids that liked each other a little bit? I think a little of both. I think you liked each other. We also lived in the country. You had no friends around that I would let you play with. And um, (laughs) so you had to play with each other. And one good thing, this is one good thing I always admired about the three of you. If JP had a friend over, you all four played together. If you had a friend over, you all four played together. If Jimmy had a friend over, you all played together. You didn't like say, oh, no, you can't play with us because I have my friend over here. So what was your favorite stage? I mean, I, I really enjoyed all my kids in the various stages. I, they were babies, and that was nice when they did stuff, but then they you know, got to where they dressed themselves and stuff, and I really loved that. And then they turned to teenagers, and, well, that was interesting. And now they're adults, and adult, having adult children is different, and I really enjoy that. But what was your favorite stage, I guess, during your kids' time? Hmm... That's a hard one because you love all of the stages and they're each so different. Um, I would say that I enjoy, which one did I enjoy the most, you think? Yes. I really enjoyed when I first had you because I had this little life in my hands. It gave me responsibility and I thought that was wonderful and it made me feel so wonderful. Um, I mean, that was probably the biggest moment in my life when they first laid you in my arms because you were my first but it's um I don't know that and then when they're adults I don't know it's it's hard to say it's hard to pick up one time because 
I liked it when you were in, into activities and stuff, and I got to go to your activities. I liked to, I loved Girl Scouts whenever we would have Girl Scouts. I loved to plan parties whenever we had parties. So I guess the growing up part, because you were that right there with me, you know. And then when you move out, I don't get to see you as much, or, you know, you have your own responsibilities. So I would say probably the younger years. So you came from um, your mom having 10 kids. How was it with three kids versus, did you do anything different as far as like having three versus how it was with 10? No. I used the same bringing up ways with my own kids as my mother taught me. What was the one piece of advice that you told us if we ever got in trouble? I will back you 100%, but never lie to me. Okay, so last question. If you have one piece of advice you would want to give to a new mother, what would that be? A new mother. Remember that you were young once also. <laughs> and you made mistakes and you turned out fine. All right, so I have one final question. Um, in honor of Mother's Day, it's finally time for you to decide. Who's your favorite child? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I already knew you were going to ask that one. I love you all exactly the same amount. Okay, I do have a question <laughs> with that, though, because so I only have one kid, so I don't know. I, I love her the best. But you love all of us for different reasons. Yes, of course. And so... You so, love your daughters a little bit differently than you love your sons. It's not that you love either one more, but we're both women. We can relate that away. I can relate a little bit differently with the sons, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Well, thank you for telling me I'm your favorite. Thank you so much to our moms for joining us this week. And to our moms and every other mom listening, have a happy Mother's Day.